Welcome to Bread for the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Vaughn, a.k.a. Dr. MV, a.k.a. one of God's redeemed daughters. For this particular episode, I want to break bread with you on the topic of worry. And I want to encourage you, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to me right now, not to worry. I don't want you to worry about where your next meal is coming from. I don't want you to worry about how your next bill will be paid. I don't want you to worry about your children. God, he wants us to live this life in his peace. The kind of peace that this world can't give. It's the kind of peace that money can't buy. It's the kind of peace that the perfect relationship would never come close to. It's the peace we receive when we are in relationship with the God who created us. So I want to break bread with you with this particular podcast coming from the book of Matthew chapter 6. And just in case, you know, no judgment here. I don't know if you read the word or not, but I'm so happy that you're listening to my voice. I'm happy that you're you're actually tuned in uh, if you're driving to work, if you're, you know, about to go to sleep. It's always encouraging to know that we as human beings, we're always seeking out some type of hope, you know, some type of joy, some type of peace and some type of laughter in our in our lives because it adds value to our existence. So coming from the book of Matthew, um, and you can read it further, and I encourage you to, but I want to kind of share with you what was going on in this particular moment. Jesus was um, encouraging uh, the individuals not to be like the pagans, not to pursue things in um, in pursuit of happiness, um, and not to worry about, you know, things that really don't mean nothing right? Um, Basically, we came into this world naked. We're going to leave naked. (laughs) You know, that's just a reality. We're not going to be able to take any of our earthly accomplishments, no matter how many awards, your social media following, the people who like and don't like, none of this is going to mean anything when the heart that is in our chest is done beating. It's it. It's a wrap, right? So we have to zoom in on the more weightier matters of human existence. And that is developing and reviving and rebuilding a very rich relationship with Jesus Christ, especially in these times, right? And when we read the Bible, I'm gonna get to the bread, guys. I know, I know you're hungry, <laughs> but when you when you begin to discover in the word, even Apostle Paul, when he was writing what he was writing back then, he even referred to his days as the last days. And here we are in 2021, where you know it's a pandemic. Uh, you know we're experiencing um, coronavirus, COVID-19, vaccines. Uh, it's just it's it's a lot of things that are shifting and taking place, but it just goes to show that the prophecies that were spoken of in the Bible about the latter days, that it is all coming to pass. Jesus does tell us that, listen, when these things begin to happen, it's not the last days. It's the beginning of birth pains and it will get worse. 
So you can read about that if you like. You can find that in the book of Revelations. You can also find it in 2 Timothy and you can find it in the Gospels. All right, but here we go. The bread for today, because I want to fulfill our hunger pains. Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, this is Jesus talking. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? (laughs) Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Let me pause right here. Already, many of us, including myself, I had to let the Lord examine my heart in the things that I was pursuing internally and externally. It began to show what are we really pursuing and who are we trying to impress and and what are we trying what are the things that we're trying to accumulate in this short-lived life that's bringing upon unnecessary stress that is that is allowing us to entertain uh in the ring of worry because the enemy of our soul guys the bible says that he comes to kill to steal and to destroy And if we allow worry to take precedence in our soul, that's exactly what it is going to do to our everyday living. It is going to allow anxiety to exist in our minds, which then leads us to the doctor who then prescribes us medication, which then leads to all these other after effects. Now we got all these other issues in our bodies that's attached to the issue of worry and anxiety. And Jesus is saying, God who created you, sir, ma'am, he created you for a reason. He created you on purpose and for his purpose. Now, maybe the, the man and the woman who our mama and daddy, when they, when they came together in that moment, right, to conceive us, you know, maybe they didn't plan us. I don't know. But at the end of the day, God is the one who put us in the belly of our mom right? And so it may not have been the best situation for you in the earth, but when you recognize that your creator is your father, that he is your nurturer, that he is your king, he is your everything, he will take care of you greater than any human being that you put your trust in. But it's going to require us to do the work and getting to know him on a deeper level, not on a church attendee level, but just on some one-on-one kind of kind of kind of kind of conversations. You know what I'm saying? Like that friend or that that your husband, your wife, or whoever is your close person that's to you. For me, that that would be my mom. My mom is like my best friend. But Jesus supersedes my mom, right? But in the earth, my mom is my go-to. We laugh, we talk, we pray together. Uh, I bounce things off of her. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we disagree, but we love each other, right? But God is saying, I want you to love me better than you, than you love your mom. I want you to love me better than you love your spouse, better than you love your kids. And I want you to have um, access to me and be able to bring just some general stuff to me. I think that oftentimes, guys, because he's God, he's the creator of all, we think that we got to uh, come to him in a certain type of a way just so he would even pay attention to us, <laughs> not, not recognizing that from the moment he thought about our existence, we matter to him. 
Like that's deep to me. And Jesus was on the scene to let them know, listen, quit majoring in these minor things. You weren't about what you're going to wear. You're worrying about where your next check coming from. You weren't about how to get the bag. You're worrying about, you know, what you're going to eat. Don't worry about that. that. That stuff don't mean nothing. Right. Let me keep reading. We, we're going to continue to eat, eat from this bread. He goes on to say, verse 28, he says, and why do you worry about clothes? Like exactly ask yourself that why do you worry about clothes see how the flowers of the field grow they don't labor or spin (laughs) but yet i tell you that not even solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these if that is how god clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow it is thrown into the fire will he not much more clothe you you have little faith. He says, so don't worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom. Here we go. And his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well oh this is so good therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own let's go back rewind that he says but seek right basically he is literally begging us when you seek me first, like think, I want to be the first person that's on your mind in the morning, at night, in the middle of the day, when you kind of contemplating that work, what should you do? What should you, I want to be your go-to is what, what, what Jesus is saying. He's also saying, not only do I want to be your go-to, but I want you to be so hooked and so in love with me that you're seeking after my righteousness, The root word of righteousness is right, right? And so that means that we're not perfect, but we're seeking to do his will. We're seeking because when you're in a relationship with somebody, you want to please them. You want to, you, you discover their likes and dislikes. And so what he is saying is that I'm the one, Jesus Christ, I'm the one that's perfect. So I need you to lean your imperfections into the perfect one, which is me, because you're the bride. I'm the groom. We come together. We're one. So when you lean into me and you see God, he don't see you. He see me. And so you make your request known to him. He's listen, he sees Jesus and what Jesus did for us now the the shed blood for all sin is is we're perfect in him right because we're seeking to do the right thing in him not in our own strength because we weak as grass (laughs) we are weak there's nothing you can do substitute of christ that's going to make you strong sir ma'am nothing no gym no no other um false meditations like what are you meditating on think about this what are you meditating on are you meditating on are you are you just sitting down and having a posture with your legs crossed and you're breathing in and out and then and then what is your mind what are you doing who who is your mind on because if it's not on christ it's a false god and that's not see that's what i'm saying so we have to be able to differentiate where our mind 
is, is gaining strength from? Is it because the only strength that's going to last is our strength in the word of God. That's it. Everything else is a counterfeit. All right. It's going to fall to the wayside when a storm comes in our lives. And this is where we'll see many people fold because they couldn't stand because their house was built on sand. And they wasn't really seeking the king who makes us stand in the midst of storm. No matter how hard it is in life, we're going to be found still standing because the Bible says that the righteous are fruitful in every season. Right. And so God knows if you like kicks, if you I know for me, I love shoes. I have a, a, a lot of I'm a shoe collector. Um, and he knows that I love shoes. I don't buy super expensive shoes, but I like different type of shoes. And I like to look cute when I do my little, you know, business closings and all of that. But other than that, I'm not uh, idolizing shoes. Like if he said, Michelle, I, I want you to give them all away. They're gone. And the reason why they're gone, guys, is because I idolize and worship Jesus. I know that he can replace them as soon as I give them away. I know that it's all a test, right? And so this is what Jesus is saying. I know you're in a pandemic. It's not a surprise to me. You may have lost your job. Don't worry. I'm reallocating you. I'm about to promote you at another position. I had to let them let you go because if they didn't let you go, you would have stayed there and died. I need you to go so you can grow. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is like an eagle push the eagle eaglet out of its nest. It pushes the eagle, the baby eagle out of the nest so the baby eagle can learn how to use its wings. Otherwise, it'll stay comfortable in its nest and, and it's overly growing and it's not maximizing its full potential and so Jesus is saying in this text you know you don't have to earn God's blessings don't let nobody tell you that you need to sow this and sow that to earn it no this scripture just told you listen let me reread this for those who think that well, if I don't give God's not going to give to me this is not a genie in a bottle it's, he's not this, he's not a lottery ticket guys he's God and he loves you he created you you're not gonna you don't have he's not gonna request for you to sow something you don't have you know, it's a sin to be in debt. The, the Bible talks about being in debt, you know, and he, he forgave the children of Israel's debt after seven years. So, you know, we, we have, a, I have student loan debt, you know, I is, you have, if you own a home, you, you owe debt, that's debt, right? But what I'm saying is God has mercy too and grace. And so Jesus is saying, listen, you're, you're God's child, <laughs> You know what I mean? My children, I, I'm a mother of two. They never, when I was raising them, they're older now, but when they were little, they didn't have to earn to eat every day. I wanted to feed them. I was hustling, working hard to make sure that my children didn't starve. They didn't have to ask me to eat. They didn't have to ask me for clothing. They didn't have to ask me for a roof over their head because I love them. You know what I mean? So it's like when you get that concept, no matter how old you are, I don't care if you're in your 60s, your 70s, God loves you. He is going to literally move mountains in this earth to make sure that you are taken care of and you don't have to earn it. All you have to do is seek him daily and ask him to help you to want to do the right thing. Because one thing that God pre-wired each human being with is a free will. And he wants us to exercise the free will towards his, his will. And that's what Jesus is saying in his text when he says, and my righteousness. 
that means, okay, Lord, help me to do right. Help me to want to think right, God. Boom. When you ask him that, now you're, you're, sur- you're surrendering your will to his will. You're letting him know, I want to obey you because obedience is better than sacrifice. I don't want to hurt your feelings because as we're going to be in this relationship, Jesus, I want to be faithful to you. I don't want you to just always give to me. And then when you ask me to be obedient, I'm like, eh, whatever. Okay, God, come on, God, you know, I'm like, nah, that's using God. You're literally in this for your, for your, your heart and wanting to please him. And I just want to highlight where it says right here. Let me, let me try to find it where it says, you know, and he says, and, and righteousness and all these things will be given to you. Do you hear the word of the Lord to be given something? That means it's a gift. You can't earn it. (laughs) So God is saying, "I, I don't want you to worry. It's okay to love clothes and you know I love food right but don't worry about it don't worry about it don't let that be an idol on in your heart don't whatever you think about the most if it's your business if all you think about is business concepts business ideas business 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 if that's all you think about that is your God that is dangerous my friend Whatever you think about the most that dominate your daily thoughts, that is your God. And I'm here to tell you, God is jealous. He is a jealous God. So if you always thinking about how to pursue and get more and more money, he is going to make sure that you lose, lose, lose money. Because he's not going to compete with the many God of of this world, which is the love of money. He wants to be number one. You can't think about it. 24 hours in a day, we sleep about maybe eight of those hours. And then we work another eight to 10 hours. And then we spend what, maybe an hour or two with the family or maybe an hour at the gym. Like (laughs) time is short, guys. And if you, if you call yourself a Christian or maybe you are a Christian and think about your relationship with Jesus, what he is saying here, and you spend 15 minutes per day or 30 minutes per day, maybe an hour, I'll stretch it per day in the Bible, reading the word, or just put it on your meditation of praise music. That's one hour or 30 minutes. But then the remaining of that day, you give to your business. You give to your whatever it is that you love. That takes more precedence than your your love for Christ. And what he is saying is that don't park me in a corner when you say amen. Take me to work with you. Put, let, let's, let me get in the car with you. Let me drive and you get on the passenger seat. And let's talk on the way to work or let's talk on the way to wherever. All I'm saying is, Jesus is just saying, I just want to be in your life. Like for real. I want to be the one you call all the time. You text, you whatever. I want to be the one you vent to when you frustrated about situations. Because I'm not intimidated by your emotions. I was human. Jesus was human just like us, right? And so he is saying to you, he is saying to me as I deliver this to you, do not worry. For the Lord, our God, knows what we need every single day. And if he feed the birds of the air, he is going to feed us. 
If he clothed the lilies in the field, he is going to clothe us. He is going to grace us, his children, with his gift of peace. But we have to receive it. Okay? So I want you to be encouraged. I think I hit my 20-minute mark, guys. (laughs) I'm trying not to go over 20 minutes. But I just wanted to encourage you, whoever you are, stop worrying. Chill out. Give it to Jesus. Fall in love with Jesus all over again. Repent if you have not been in, in in cultivating your relationship with the Lord and he will he will forgive you he'll understand and then you guys can can reset your relationship and move forward all right hey if you're listening to me and you don't know who Jesus Christ is and you just happen to stumble upon this particular podcast say this prayer with me by faith all right and if you can close your eyes that's great if you can't and you're driving or i don't know where you are that's fine too but just repeat this in your heart if you can't talk out loud because maybe you're around a a bunch of people right now (laughs) i get it you can just repeat this this prayer in your heart okay your mouth doesn't have to move right now but if you repeat this prayer in your heart by faith that god will receive and and you believe then you're going to be born again all right Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you as I am. I'm a sinner. I ask you, Lord, to please forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe that you are the only way to God the Father, that you died on the cross for my sins. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart. Make me over again. Fill me with the precious Holy Spirit and help me cultivate my relationship with you. Please, Lord God, insert my name into the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And just like that, my friend, if you repeated that prayer by faith, you are a born again believer in the body of Christ. Yes, you still look the same in the mirror, but in the spirit, you've been renewed. Listen, my name is Dr. MV, aka Dr. Michelle Vaughn, aka one of God's redeemed daughters. You've just tuned in to Bread for the Soul podcast. This particular episode is Don't Worry. Until next episode, God bless you.